This is me now, all the time. Since we sat down, I figured out three different ways to kill each and every person here, including you. I can't switch it off anymore. Hello, and welcome to Visions of the Past. This is an Assassin's Creed lore podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm grateful to see that you have found this podcast. Today, we're going to finish talking about the history of the woman who gave us that quote, Charlotte de la Cruz, and my thoughts on her. In February 2017, Charlotte would travel to Hong Kong to gather information from an abandoned Abstergo facility. While there, her assassin team would be attacked by the instruments of the First Will, and while the assassins were killed, Charlotte would manage to escape out a window, landing on a van. While Charlotte would fend off pursuers, Granica Moneo would drive the van away from the facility. During the escape, Maneo would lose a finger from a throwing star that went through the windshield and end up in his face. After her crash, Charlotte would decide to save Maneo's life instead of interrogating one of her pursuers. In March, Charlotte would meet up with Michelle Lamar in London, and while discussing why Michelle wants to be an assassin, Charlotte explains that the bleeding effect has turned her into a living weapon, and then questions if her own life is just a simulation too. While reviewing a list of pieces of Eden retrieved from the Hong Kong lab, Michelle pulls up an image of the Kui Noir that Charlotte realizes is the mountain glimmer that Conscious mentioned in his message, and with Michelle convinced it was present in the Spanish Civil War, Charlotte would enter a makeshift animus, though it appears to malfunction, with Charlotte seemingly trapped inside a simulation and unable to wake. Inside the animus, Charlotte would be approached by Juno, who would search through her genetic memories. Outside the animus, Maneo is revealed to be a mole for the instruments of the First Will and tries to kill Charlotte, but is stopped by Galena Voronina. Charlotte would finally be kicked from the animus, and when she does, she confronts Maneo. She would show him a bit of hospitality, though, by offering him some water. While Charlotte would berate Arnen Shoot about literally calling and warning the Templars about Juno, Michelle would enter the hideout with an injured Juhani Atzo Berg. Galena immediately kicks Berg in the face, but is restrained by Charlotte before she can kill him. Berg suggests that they get breakfast, and after a long discussion, admits that he came across information that proved a mystery third faction was playing both the Assassins and the Templars as fools, and with Abstergo compromised, he can't trust anyone. Kaoshi Takukuro states that they believe Maneo to be a member of the faction, to which Berg would respond that Jaz Tibdami is another and one of the men that attacked Charlotte in Hong Kong. Galena states that Jaz Dip went dark after working for Alvaro Gramatica in Australia, and that might be where the lab is. Berg laughs, stating that he can't trust the assassins, but does need their help. Charlotte would respond, stating that Juno's plan for the coup de noir is moving forward, and they have to work together, and quickly. Returning to the hideout, Charlotte enters the Animus, revealing that they believe the Cui Noir is in Spain during the Civil War during the 1930s. Forcibly desyncing from the Animus, Charlotte looks to Kayoshi for an answer, who states that she entered too soon after Juno's attack. Charlotte, on the other hand, feels she was forced out of the Animus and asks Berg leave the room so she may re-enter the Animus. During this session, Charlotte would begin to bite her own tongue, leaving Arnend and Michelle to try and keep her alive. Michelle was able to remove her from the Animus, 
but she almost suffered a brain hemorrhage before she was removed. Wanting to re-enter the Animus to continue, Galena stops Charlotte, and Berg reveals that he outfitted some Helix components to their Animus, allowing them to access other genetic memories, and that the sample he has is of the last known Black Cross. And with Charlotte too weak to continue, Berg enters the Animus himself to relive the memories from his sample. After coming out of the Animus, Berg states that the assassins need to get ready to travel, as the gem is in Spain. South of Barcelona, while Charlotte, along with Berg and Galena, search the hillsides for the Cui Noir, and mentions that she is being pulled to some nearby hills. Charlotte finds the Cui Noir buried underground within rubble from a collapsed church, after collapsing to the ground with her eyes glowing blue. During a following confrontation with the instruments of the First Will, Charlotte would hold the Cui Noir tightly, not only causing it to emit a bright blue glow, but also having this glow come from her eyes, followed by an energy explosion that would knock down everyone and cause her to levitate. Jazdip Dami would knock the Kui Noir from her, ending the energy field in the area, and state that she must have holy blood and would not kill her, as she might be of interest to Juno and would try to kidnap her. Failing to kidnap her, Jazdip would resort to taking the Kui Noir with him. After the battle, Berg states that it is time to visit the Phoenix Project. During their flight, the group of Arnend, Kayoshi, Galena, Charlotte, and Berg create a plan where Berg and Galena will meet with Berg's contact, Violet DaCosta, Arnend and Kayoshi will head to the loading bay in the south, and Charlotte will enter through a ventilation shaft directly leading to Grammatica's lab. Once on site, Charlotte struggles through a sandstorm to find a hidden latch that lets her into the air vent to the lab, while she is eventually able to infiltrate the lab in time to watch Juno step out from a tank and attempt to air assassinate her with her hidden blade. Though Juno is able to react in time and is able to blast Charlotte with energy that was fused into her body from the Shroud of Eden. While the energy holds her aloft, Charlotte is approached by Elijah, a sage, in the labs. While Juno finishes getting dressed, Elijah mentions that he recognizes something old within Charlotte, as it was inside him, giving the Kui Noir to Charlotte, allowing for energy to fill the room with bright light. Charlotte, able to control the energy, shields her allies within the facility by leading them to the labs with the energy and away from other members of the instruments of First Will. As they enter the lab, Juno knocks the Kui Noir from Charlotte, and after blasting Arnend and Kayoshi, grabs Charlotte by the hair, but she sees Conscious staring back at her, who mocks Juno's new body. This is actually an illusion Charlotte is creating using the Kui Noir, but Juno becomes upset from the mockery and starts blasting Conscious, but instead she starts to destroy the lab, which breaks the illusion. After the lab falls around her, Juno tells Elijah to give her the Kui Noir, but before she can receive it, Charlotte stabs her through the back of the throat killing Juno. As the rest of the group escapes, Charlotte is trapped by falling debris, and once outside, Berg sets off an explosion that destroys what is left of the building, seemingly killing Charlotte. Charlotte was headstrong and opinionated, but at the same time she was witty and deplored inequity within the world. But her place within the lore and the story cannot be denied with her assassination of a resurrected Juno. I know that this assassination of a resurrected Juno bothered a lot of people within the Assassin's Creed community. As Juno had been an overarching villain from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, 
to Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I get that this story should have ended within a game and not thrown into a comic, but to me that's not a good reason for us to dismiss Charlotte. Yes, we can have our issues with the storyline and how it ended with within the comic, but Charlotte on the whole though, I enjoyed watching her grow from someone who just wanted to do good to an assassin that could do just about anything. And she had a lot in common with Desmond. She had a high concentration of Isu DNA. She had what the assassins called the sight, what you and I call eagle vision. She handled the Kui Noir while Desmond handled an apple of Eden. I mean, look at it this way. Not only does Desmond and Charlotte have the Isu connections, the, the high DNA count, the control over the artifacts, the eagle vision, they, they were both trained with the Animus. They both have issues with parental figures. They both end up dedicated not only to the Assassin's Creed and, and the, the Brotherhood, but to their cells themselves and bringing down the Templars. Now that I look at it, they almost recreated Desmond in Charlotte. And I really don't have a problem with that. They just had a lot in common. And while I understand the argument that the story should have ended within Assassin's Creed, the game, and not within Assassin's Creed, a comic, I'm just glad we got an ending to the story and that we haven't had to sit for the last six years, I think, if my math is right, wondering what happened to Juno. Thank you for your time. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at visions underscore AC. Until next time, my assassin friends, make sure to follow the creed, and to those Templars listening, may the Father of Understanding guide you.